There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles. I'm Tara Styles. Welcome to the show. Yay. Uh, intros, rituals, the whole thing really sets the mood. My goodness. <laughs> so glad that Mike bought me this harmonica I asked for during the 2020 year for my birthday. I said, I don't really need anything. don't really want anything, but I thought it might be nice to add a little bit of harmonica to my life. Ah, and I use it all the time. <laughs> Set the mood. All right, today I'm excited to dig into the anatomy of ease. My goodness. I've just been playing around with talking about ease a whole lot more than I usually do. Got some lovely chances to be in person with people. I feel like this is the time, at least for me and for our Strala community, that in person is having a big, I don't want to say comeback because that alludes to, you know, being gone. And my friend Derek Meyer so beautifully said, we are beginning again. We're, we're moving forward. So kind of a nice way to look at that big chunk of time where we didn't get to spend with each other in person, at least in the same ways that we were used to for basically the beginning of our lives, most of us. So Coming back again is a wonderful chance to not just have our practice together, but really this lovely before and after time of talking with people about whatever comes up. Sometimes it's the day-to-day things of life. How are you? What's going on? What's happening in your life? These kinds of things. And ultimately, our conversations always turn toward topics that we're practicing and how it's going for us. Topics of ease, topics of softness, topics of moving well, and how that relates to whatever's happening in life. Oh my goodness. So I wanted to take this chance to dig into the anatomy of ease and share a bit of my, not just my story of discovering ease for myself and learning about ease and figuring it out and seeing how I can apply it everywhere in my life. But really the misunderstood parts of ease, the I don't quite believe it when you say, oh, I can move with ease and good things happen. This kind of a question about ease Ease kind of seems to be more everywhere these days. And this happens. You have this experience when you're really centered around a topic and then you start kind of seeing it everywhere. (laughs) I definitely do. But I also noticed that ease wasn't a word that I would see other teachers, other people using as much. And now I see it more in my friends that are coaches, 
I see it more in just general advertisements, which is a little bit silly in a way, <laughs> advertising ease. So I figured it's a good chance now that it's on the minds a little bit more collectively or a bit more everywhere, can dig into it. When I first started using this word ease within teaching yoga and stroller trainings and things like that, it was always funny in a way because we're so lucky getting to lead people in our community that speak multiple languages. And this translation always comes up. And I think it was in Germany, somebody said to me, well, ease doesn't mean anything nice. So why are you saying it all the time? And my German friends are so polite. They'll say something that in America, you might kind of be conditioned to think is a little bit of a questioning what you're doing. But one thing I love about the Germans that I know that that question in this way, it's it's out of a sense of curiosity and it's not an attack. <laughs> so I love it. At first I was a little bit confused, but it would come at you a little bit something like this. So what you're talking about this ease, it doesn't make any sense or it's not going to work when I have a real challenge or Ease doesn't mean anything nice or anything pleasant, so why would I do this in this way? I don't quite understand. Are you sure that this is something useful for me? <laughs> and maybe 10 years ago, I'd be a little bit scared to have that interaction, mainly because my experience level was 10 years less than it is now, and I've also been leading yoga since I was quite young for leading yoga. A lot of the people that were in my life when I started leading yoga were 20 years older than me. So that those were my sort of age examples of how old slash experienced a yoga teacher should be. But I, I started early because I wanted to get going on this and I wanted to share ease, even if I didn't quite have all of the experience in language, I felt like I had enough to just get things going, <laughs> at least, or knock out some of the rigidity, the tension, and also the not niceness that leads to abuse and injury and bad adjustments and all of the rigmarole that I saw in the yoga classes everywhere, not just one place, but everywhere, sort of the way that yoga has been popularized in America, this very pushy, this very uh, adjusty, this very, I know better than you, let me tell you how to feel kind of way. So I had enough fire in my belly <laughs> to get going to start to explore this concept of ease because it was at the core of what I felt about yoga. And this wasn't a business idea or a job I thought that I could have for myself. It was literally a feeling like a whack on the back of the head of go share this. My goodness, why is yoga so rigid and tense and full of stress and fixy fixy and people telling everybody how they should be feeling about every little moment of their life? It's so micromanaged and seems so far away from the practice 
that yoga can be and the potential that we can extract from this beautiful practice. Not just in yoga, but all of the healing arts kind of get mushed a bit together <laughs> in America. Healing becomes one big thing in this way. So learning a bit more about ease in my original understanding of ease was simply to subtract, get rid of, minimize the tension, minimize the force, minimize the pressure on the pose. So we're taking away, subtracting, which leads to something beautiful. There's the whole I guess we're still kind of in it. I just don't see it so much anymore. The whole era of minimalism, the whole era of efficiency, of using less, of getting used to less, of feeling more. Does, does this object spark joy? Marie Kondo really lit a fire for all of us to not just clean out our closets, but to clean out our lives in this beautiful way. So that was also my first feeling of ease. We can get to the ease if we chip away at the rigidity. We can chip away at the stress. We can chip away at the pose goals. My goodness. That was one area that I, I knew was wrong in many little and big ways. If the yoga pose is the goal, if the magic sauce only happens when you're in a king pigeon, why do we have to call it king pigeon <laughs> or dancer's pose, full extension, all of this, then, hey, I'd be great at yoga. I'd be totally enlightened <laughs> when I was 17 because I can do all of these poses because I was a dancer. The poses were not hard for me. And that's not a brag. That's just my physical background. The poses are not hard for most dancers or most athletes in some way. So we're not having the pose as the goal. And when we do, I know I'm not alone now in saying there's nothing magical that happens when you straighten your leg in a dancer. There's nothing magical that happens when you smush your forehead to your shins in a forward, ba forward bend. The magic happens when you focus on reducing and subtracting the tension, the stress, the pose goals, the rigidity. And what you're left with is this full, beautiful experience of yourself and your experience of awareness, where you are in space physically, where, where is my body, this kind of a thing. Where is my energy? How do I feel? What's going on with me? this feeling of centeredness comes up. And then once you've got a good handle on your center, there's space for your experience, your mind to kind of open up and say, oh, what's happening around me? Step two of awareness, what's going on around me? We can't have awareness of our surroundings, of our community, of our world, unless we have awareness of ourselves, awareness of what's going on. And we can't have awareness of what's going on with ourselves if we're stuck with rigidity, tension, stress, pose goals. One moment is more better 
or better <laughs> than the other moments. Things will get better once this thing happens, when we're in that mindset. It doesn't work. We're further and further away from awareness of ourself. So therefore, we're further and further away of awareness of our community, awareness of each other. And we see this online. Online is a big vomit, I guess, <laughs> of everyone's projected awareness of each other. We're so easy to comment on what's happening in the world, what's happening in the community, what people should be doing, what people should be feeling, all of these things. And it's so far away from being connected to ourselves, being connected to center. Deepak used to say in kind of the beginning of, not really the beginning of the internet, I didn't know him then, but the beginning of apps and not so much social media, but maybe the beginning of Facebook before it was called social media. He used to say something along the lines of the internet is an extension of our collective consciousness. And that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> We're just kind of silently spewing stuff at each other in this way. And it's kind of interesting when the news of the world becomes who's saying what online. <laughs> and we know we're in trouble when everything turns into a big argument with each other online. My goodness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So maybe one simple way that we can combat this online chaos and this online experience of rigidity and stress and tension and all these things that we see, whether you participate in, in it or not, or whether you just open up even a, a news site, you see somebody tweeted this and that's somehow front page news. <laughs> so silly, right? But maybe we can combat that by focusing on reducing on subtracting the rigidity that we notice within ourselves. Subtracting the tension, subtracting the force, subtracting the isolated parts in this way. And then what arises, we've all experienced this, whether it's in a moment of natural ease, something just feeling really good and simple for you, you experience it this way, or whether this is something that you're practicing all the time. And I would encourage you to practice this. You get what you practice in this way. If you practice force, if you're kind of in the habit of forcing and pushing and struggling and feeling anxiety and stress all the time, you get more of that, unfortunately. You get what you practice. 
And of course, some things are clinical and important to seek help and doctors and therapists and these kinds of things. I'm not trying to say just substitute your yoga practice for your anxiety. So go seek help, of course, when things feel out of control for you. Definitely, definitely do that, my goodness. And also know that you can practice ease with every breath, with every moment, with every yoga practice, with every workout, with every walk outside, with every moment of your day. You can choose ease over rigidity. You can see it in the moment and make a change. Now that's the hard part, seeing it in the moment and making a change. So this is why it's important to have a practice where you set everything up to be pretty easy for yourself. And let me just be somebody that says yoga is easy. It's easier than your hardest moment of life, right? It's easier than, think about right now, what's your biggest struggle every day? Is it a struggle with a person? Is it a struggle with yourself? Is it a struggle with an addiction? Is it a struggle with food? Is it a struggle with a family member? Is it a struggle with your idea of who you want to be in the world? There's something there. We all have a struggle. Don't feel bad when you find yours. My goodness, everybody's got one at every time. It's going to change. It's hard to practice ease when you're confronted with that struggle. So forget about it in that moment and create an opportunity for yourself to practice ease when things are easy. So this is why we have our yoga practice of ease. Now, this is the trick. You can practice yoga tense forced, struggled. Again, this is why I got into it. I said, this is not working. You're leaving the yoga class and flipping off the taxi driver and yelling at everybody along the way. If that's happening to you, then something is not working in the yoga. Doesn't mean yoga is going to turn you into a unicorn angel fairy with the codes, whatever that means. <laughs> All these lingos for completely enlightened now. But yoga or your practice, whatever it is, should help you be a better person, should help you be a bit more kind, compassionate, inclusive with yourself, open to others, have better boundaries, and just be a better person, simply. So practice ease in a moment that you set up for yourself that's easy. And again, your yoga practice is a wonderful place. Now, if this is a foreign concept to you, if your yoga is one of struggle, is one of, oh, I just got to get in there and get the pose and get it done. If you're open to this concept of ease, I'm assuming you are because you're here and you're still here and you haven't turned this off quite yet. In your practice, here's how to do it. Here's the, here's the big secret. Let yourself slow down a bit. And not really in slowing your movements, but slowing your thoughts. Allow yourself to soften. <sighs> and then all of a sudden, instead of you moving your body, I'm doing this yoga practice, I'm getting it, I'm crushing it, I'm doing this thing. All of a sudden, you'll notice 
Wow. My breath actually moves me. And I've been overstepping. I've been cutting in front of, I've been jumping the line in front of my breath. And I've been thinking that I'm the one lifting my body and lowering my body and doing all this stuff. And yeah, of course you are, but you are secondary in a humongous way to your breath. And when you are rigid, when you are tense, when you are forcing, your breath is squashed. Your breath has no chance to support you. Your breath is there like a good friend waiting outside your front door, ready to lift you with every big inhale and release you with every long exhale. So find that ease. Let yourself slow down in your mind. You'll experience time a whole lot differently instead of in seconds. You'll start to experience it in breaths. And then all of a sudden, your breath will start to move you. And you'll feel good. When something is simple, you'll feel good. When something is challenging, it'll be challenging, but you'll notice the absence of stress and force and rigidity. And you'll notice your breath actually supporting you. You're not alone. You're never alone with your breath. So that's the experience of ease. Oh my gosh, the light just changed. <laughs> I love when that happens. That's the experience of ease, my friends. And you get what you practice. There's a really cool, I just found it last night, if anyone is interested, a little series on Netflix called Human, the World Within. And I was watching the first bit on the nervous system. And it talked about this a little bit, how when you practice one thing, your nervous system says, doo -doo 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 -doo, like roots of a tree, which is so cool, very visually fun to watch and be reminded how similar we are to everything outside. <laughs> Not so much everything inside, but everything outside. And how your nervous system teaches your brain to do the thing that you're practicing. And then your muscles remember muscle memory, that whole thing. But you get what you practice. So if you want ease, if you want to feel better, practice feeling better. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect at it. It means you're practicing it more and more when things are simple. Forget about in the middle of the challenge. It's too hard. <laughs> Forget about it. Practice ease in the middle of a moment that you set up for yourself. Make it easy on yourself. Put your yoga mat down, do your practice, join up with Strala Home. We've got it going on over there. A whole community of ease, global friends everywhere. We're doing it. Practice your ease. And then you'll notice a change in those other places. You won't have to try so hard in the middle of that challenge, whatever it is for you. It'll start to spill over into everything else. So don't worry about those habits, those frustrations, those horrible, plaguing New Year's resolutions. Don't worry about accomplishing them, forcing yourself to do them, all of these things. Focus on moments that you set up for yourself that are easy and practice ease. 
have your moment be simple, practice sitting, moving gently, and then practice something that's a little more challenging for you. This is why yoga is wonderful because you can do it all. <laughs> you can do something simple. You can do something challenging. Sequencing is my favorite thing in the world for this because you can come up with infinite ways to practice combinations of simple and challenging. And you get all those results you want, all those physical results. Your body's going to look good. You're going to get stronger, more flexible in all the right ways. But what we're really working on is the whole of you, the anatomy of your whole self, of your level of ease, your state of ease, your anatomy of ease, <laughs> and how you feel. That's what we're working on. So hopefully this gets you excited about ease. I feel like you should jump right now to your practice. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> I'm going to let you go and, and have you practice a little bit. So roll down to the ground, move around gently, give yourself a little shift and drift one way, the other way. Watch your breath literally move you. And then start to move yourself. Do your things. Let your inhale pick you up, support the movement that you're doing, and let your exhale ah, release, relax, move you the other way. Do some things that are simple and do some things that are challenging. And let me know how it goes. So, big hugs. Ah, you can join up with Strala Home anytime you like. We've got a half-off annual special happening through the end of December. If you're not a member yet or if you'd like to switch your membership over to this half-off special, happy to set that up for you. You can use the code GIFT22 at checkout for the annual and to take advantage of any of our online intensives or online at-home retreats. Same thing, half off using the code TRAIN22. We want to make it easy. <laughs> and if you need any extra help, just reach out. You can reach us on email, mike at strollyoga.com. He can forward you on to me if you want to connect with me in some way. Happy to connect with you. You can leave me a voicemail, tarastyles.com. A little voicemail box there. Love that. So please let us know how we can help. The more of us that practice ease, the better. This is really the goal. It's my goal anyway. It's really helped me, my goodness. I can't imagine how chaotic I would be without a practice of ease. You got to have a practice in your life. You got to have it. Life uh, will just swish you around without a practice. So hopefully this helps, my goodness. And it can carry you through everything you're up to. So big hugs. Thanks for being here and see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.